the presidency. Give me some truth. Do you know what bothers me a lot? It's people who don't believe anything ever. But it's kind of predicated in the idea that it's a sign of intelligence to question everything all the time. And when I say question everything all the time, I mean just not believe what people are telling me all the time. Not, not trusting the experts. Thinking that the experts are conspiring against you all the time. There's been a huge proliferation of this in, in recent years. Pretty much, you know, catalyzed hugely by Trump. This is going to be a political installment, by the way. This is, this is just a heads up. I don't think there's ever been a time when people just are so, uh, so distrusting of the powers that be. Uh, and I'm not just talking about politicians. I'm also kind of talking about kind of health experts and scientists. Um, that kind of ties in with conspiracy theories. Um, you know, Bill and Melinda Gates. That there, that one really bothers me. If you do any sort of homework whatsoever on Bill and Melinda Gates and the sort of foundation that they've set up and the amount, the millions of lives uh, they've helped save by their contributions towards vaccines around the world. I mean, no one, no one talks about polio or ebola or smallpox like smallpox has been eradicated off the face of the earth that used to kill millions of kids every year i mean why don't we celebrate that instead people just proliferate this nonsense about you know vaccines and controlling the masses and the new world order and whatever the fuck else i kind of felt that on the back of obama do you remember obama got into office in 2008 eight yeah uh well elected 2007 and into office 2008 is that right um it kind of like <laughs> he was like the great white hope uh if you excuse that expression he was the fucking knight in white satin he was going to be our savior he was the messiah he was going to speak out for minorities he was going to really bring the u.s to uh, uh, you know his, his ability to like as an orator was you know parallel kennedy but of course, Obama's hands were tied quite considerably in that the Republicans held the House and they held the Senate. Um, the Democrats obviously got the uh, obviously got the legislative executive, which is the presidency, and then the I think the Supreme Court was held. The judiciary was held predominantly by by Republicans as well. So he's very limited in what he could do. I mean, he didn't even get remotely close to passing gun laws. I mean, he really, really wanted to restrict gun laws or revolute, reform gun laws. And he, he didn't even get close to it because the Republicans held all of the majorities in, um, in the Houses of Parliament and also in the Supreme Court. But I think after that, I think what happened was people were like, Jesus, not even he could fix my life. <laughs> that's what people look like people don't take personal responsibility it's like yeah your life's pretty shitty stop blaming the government fucking personal responsibility is an enormous part of life but people don't people don't accept that people don't want that realisation people like to look to politicians and direct all of their worldly frustrations at politicians and uh, I don't know that Obama guy I mean pretty squeaky clean credentials and you know had all the makings of a great presidency and he was really gonna um you know move in the right direction and you know i was gonna say make america great again but isn't that pretty much what they all try and do 
So on the back of him, I was like, yeah, well, I don't know, last time I voted for Obama, and I think my life pretty is still very shit. Uh, this guy, this, this Trump guy, he's kind of, he's interesting. I don't like, people get fed up with politicians. After Obama, people were completely fed up with politicians. And uh, <laughs> this guy who looks like a con man, walks like a con man, talks like a con man, winks into the camera and says, I'm a con man. This guy, this guy's, say what you want about him, at least, at least he's not a politician. The problem we have in Ireland is that we tend to think that the presidency is just a popularity contest. The presidency in Ireland is a popularity contest. It's just like, who do you like more? Him or him or her or him? Who represents you? Because, you know, the presidency in Ireland is just an ambassadorial role. It's just shaking hands. Oh, but Casey, the president of Ireland has the ability to dissolve the doll. Yeah, but they don't, in practical terms, do anything, really, in terms of legislation. Whereas U.S. presidency is completely different. So we kind of tend to think that what we should be voting for is who do you like more? Um, you know, like this guy more or do you like that guy more? But it actually isn't really like that. It's more about policy. The reality is, like, 40% of Americans are always always gonna vote red they're republicans i've always been a republican my father was a republican his father was a republican our family are republicans and then the other 40 percent are blue they're democrats and they always have been democrats always will be democrats but the problem is you're trusting to that other 20 percent the other uh, undecided voters <laughs> whereas if you're kind of there's an element of like if you're an undecided voter at least you're open-minded but you're also probably quite impressionable <laughs> ironically if i was an american i'd probably be a republican i'd probably have more right of center leanings uh, than i would have left uh, i mean i think the extreme left bothers me more than the extreme right but you know sometimes we listen too much to the extremities and the quote Richard Nixon, we don't listen to the silent majority. But just because I have right of leaning uh, beliefs in terms of, you know, political, politically speaking, I still, at the same time, if you're right of centre leaning, aka Republican in the States, uh, yeah, does that mean you have to be pro-life? Because I certainly am not Does that mean, you know, you don't support gay rights and minority rights? And because obviously I do, because that's a no-brainer. Problem is, it's two parts. It's just, it's just an absurd system. Like you're either blue or you're red, or or you can vote for Kanye. I try not to talk about Trump too much, but it's kind of hard not to when he's held the position he's held for the last four years. But you know, unprecedented times in terms of the extent to which a human is just blatantly lying. It's just quite incredible. Like it's just, it's mind blowing. Just like it's like every day, it's just some new scandal and. Yeah, quite hard to get your head around, really, how anyone could possibly vote for him in that respect is just quite phenomenal. But there's a huge irony there in that, like, Trump is, like, very much a conspiracy theorist. Like, he he lends a lot of support to kind of fringe extremist conspiracy theories. Um, he doesn't believe in climate change, for example. He thinks the Chinese invented the concept to... I don't know, something to do with trade or something, I don't know, I don't know it's hard to even, <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even going to look it up to be honest, but it's something to do with the Chinese, perpetrated by the Chinese um, climate change. But the irony is that no one perpetrates falsehoods to the same extent 
as Donald Trump. Yet, he has been at the forefront of just denying facts. He's been at the forefront of perpetrating the idea that you can't believe anything you hear ever. It reminds me a little of uh, the poker scene. Whereas, like, there'd be some people you'd come across, um, poker players, and they actually just think that everyone is trying to bluff them every time. It's like some sort of syndrome. I kind of think the same as conspiracy theorists. It's just some sort of malfunction somewhere in the brain. It's just like everyone's lying to me all the time. Like, seemingly quite intelligent people as well. Like, just have, like, these crackpot ideas that only ever being lied to you know he re he re-raised he raised then he re-raised then the flop came out eight six two rainbow then someone bet then he re-raised then someone called then that other guy bet then he re-re-raised and of course he has a fucking over to the board like what would he possibly be doing that with like and your man calls him down with fucking nothing like you know queen seven or something it's like like, he obviously had something. Like, how do you not believe that he had an overpair to the board? It's so blatantly fucking obvious. Well, I thought he was bluffing. Even if you thought he was fucking bluffing, like, you, you've got queen high, you fucking idiot. Yeah, people just don't want to believe. People just believe what they want to believe. And the idea that you're thinking outside the box, kind of, you know, you're operating at a kind of higher level of intelligence, that just seems to be at the root of it. Like, oh, I have to question these things, you know, don't just accept that, ask why. It's like, he's a really qualified scientist. I, I don't believe he has any sinister motives. Like, I, I believe the experts. I know he's just a talking head on television and you've never heard him before. Or you've never, sorry, you've never met him before in the flesh. But, like, people just don't have the ability to read in between the lines. Or people don't have the ability, a lot of people, I'm not saying everyone, but a, a growing number of disenfranchised communities seem to very much just go against what experts say that there's an ulterior motive all the time it's it's quite a phenomenon just to come back to comparing the president of ireland to the president of the united states uh yeah like i say i i, I just don't believe that people understand the differences in those particular roles like, like the difference between those those presidencies but there's also there's also another irony in there in that the Irish president, there is some sort of constitutional restriction on the Irish president um, from discussing political matters. I'm not sure specifically what it is, but it's like, you know, the, you know, the, the, the president of Ireland can't come out and, you know, give his or her two cents on kind of the current political topic of the day. Uh, there's, there's some sort of piece of legislation that restricts our Irish president from doing that whereas you know that's not the case in most countries but you're kind of you're not comparing like with like shouldn't be called president really should they you can't like, like the president of Ireland the president of the United States like there's such incredibly different roles obviously they're very very different countries but you can't I don't know should that have a different title but the irony is that the most powerful man arguably in the western world uh, has a platform to you know perpetrate lies and you know put these conspiracy theories out there and you know he's so grotesquely uninformed that it's if it wasn't so serious it would be laughable but <laughs> unlike you know political matters of the day like there's no one i want to hear more from than our current president
Michael D. Higgins because he's really an authority. There's there's someone worth listening to, <laughs> but we're not allowed actually hear his inner thoughts because there's some sort of some sort of restriction there. Tell you the longer I am further from home, far from home, like the more I appreciate things at home that we might take for granted. I mean, even the PRS TV system or the you know just the in when it comes to what system do they use for the presidentials? It's popular vote, or is it just... I think it's the proportional representation, single transferable vote. I think they still use that. Um, I haven't heard that. They haven't used it. Very few countries in the world use it. Ireland and Malta, am I right in saying? They're the only places in the world that use it. Probably somewhere else. But, uh, yeah, there's so much right with that, especially when you see how absurd the electoral college system they have over in the US is, like... You win fifty-one percent of the votes, then you get the entire state. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous. On top of the, your your options are red or blue. Your options are red or blue, and it has to once we get over fifty percent of the popular vote of that country, of that state rather, then that means our entire state gives all of our electoral votes towards the presidency. Not to mention, I only learned this recently, that there actually actually isn't a one-person, one-vote technically, because basically it's done by the amount of votes that your state have is determined by the amount of congressmen or congress people that you have in Congress. So, for example, if you're in... but And that's disproportionately represented as well. So if you're, like... If you live in Delaware, for example, where um, Biden's from... Biden from Delaware? Pennsylvania... Was he from both? Or am I thinking of um, Sanders? I think it was from Delaware, was he? Fuck, I can't remember. Anyway, if you're, from, if you're from Delaware, your vote is actually worth three and a half votes if, as opposed to if you lived in Texas. You have three and a half times as much say as to who becomes your president or you know who's representing you in the, um, in the respective houses. So, yeah, <laughs> it's just so farcical. Like, there's just so much wrong with it. I don't even know where to begin. I've just tipped the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> do you ever do that when you just use a word and then you're like, oh shit, I need that word again. Tip the tip of the iceberg. I did it earlier with uh, Netflix. Have it on Netflix. <laughs> it's not wrong to say it. It sounds ridiculous. Anyway, that's my two cents. But this thing is going to run and run.